Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A Little Wicked is a partner with Dark Cast Network. This podcast discusses true crime, which may entail violence and other material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Dark Cast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. Hey, it's Kayla. And it's Lexi. And what do you have for us? Because I'm already terrified. <laughs> 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 so she's terrified because I sent her an awful, awful picture <laughs> with no context. Made of cut. nightmares. I was going to say, too, um, I would say to explain my episode, but I didn't even, like, explain the episode. I just sent that to you. And I'm like, this is relevant. Trust me. I'll, I'll post it on the socials so people can know what we're talking about. But today I'm going to be talking about the Russian sleep experiment. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I saw your eyes go. I'm so... Yeah, this was actually... This was this was requested uh, by a listener. They were somebody was like, "Hey, I really would love for you to cover the Russian sleep experiment." And I'm like, "Done. Let's do it." So, this is I think my first like listener submitted episode, so I'm I'm excited. So, there is a conspiracy regarding a strange experiment with frightening outcomes that has floated around the web and by word of mouth that alleges that the Soviet Union subjected multiple political prisoners to a stimulant gas to keep them awake for multiple weeks. They were promised their freedom after 30 days awake. However, staying awake for an extended period and long-term sleep deprivation can have drastic effects on your health, but no one expected the effects that would be seen in the prisoners halfway through the experiment. Today, I'm going to be talking about something requested, which is the Russian sleep experiment. Ooh, I'm so excited. So here's the legend. The legend states that there were five prisoners of the Soviet Union taken captive in the 1940s during World War II who were given a proposition by researchers. Enter a chamber where an experimental stimulant gas will be steadily administered in the room and stay awake for 30 days. If the men managed to stay awake until day 30, they would be given their freedom. The men were provided with running water and bathroom facilities, enough food to last them all through the month, and simple cots as beds. Their oxygen levels were also being monitored continuously to ensure their safety. The men were kept in a sealed, ventilated room with small portholes to communicate back and forth with researchers and one-way mirrors so the researchers could monitor the subjects throughout the study. All was normal for about five days, but the prisoners' conversations began to get dark. Discussions of past trauma and what they experienced in the war. The men began to grow paranoid and were attempting to secretly turn in their fellow prisoners to the researchers in hopes to gain favor and potentially their freedom sooner. And they were doing this by whispering through the portholes. 
On the ninth day, one of the prisoners began screaming at the top of his lungs for hours. When he eventually stopped, he struggled to make any noise at all, leading the research staff to speculate he had ruptured his vocal cords. That is where I am mentally, just <laughs> screaming into the abyss for hours. Don't, don't tear your brain vocal cords. You might need those. So strangely, the other prisoners did not seem to react to the screaming. When the second prisoner began screaming, the other prisoners began tearing the pages out of the books they were provided and covering them with their own excrement, plastering it to the mirror so that they could no longer be seen by the researchers. Yeah. They also stopped speaking into the portholes. Shortly after, the screaming stopped as well. Yeah. Just when when you lack any resources, I guess. You just don't have tape around. I... Country boys make do, I guess. So... (laughs) Literally. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so in the three days that followed, the researchers determined that via the oxygen monitoring, all five subjects were in fact still alive and breathing, even though they hadn't heard anything from them. And they were initially reluctant to open the doors to check on them because that would basically unseal the container and disperse the stimulant gas, which would wreck the experiment. So eventually, after three days of hearing nothing, they decided to open the doors to the chamber and check them and ordered the men to get on the ground. They told the prisoners that any noncompliant men would be shot, and if they complied, one of them would be randomly chosen to be freed immediately. They received a chilling reply from one prisoner. We no longer want to be freed. They're, you know, they're having a, right? Exactly. They're clearly having a good time in their little chamber o poo. So before entering the chamber, the researchers cut off the supply of gas, which caused screaming and begging from the test subjects. When soldiers entered the test chamber to retrieve the men, they were met with a grisly scene. Only four men were actually alive, but they were heavily mutilated to the point where organs and bone are visible, and they basically should not have been able to survive. The fifth was torn to shreds, and it appeared that they had been eating themselves and the remains of the fifth prisoner. Prisoners fought severely during attempted removal from the chamber, killing one soldier and injuring two more. Only three survived being taken out of the chamber, and they refused to be anesthetized for the surgery to repair their damaged bodies. Panicking, one of the researchers held one of the prisoners at gunpoint and demanded to know what he was. The chilling reply was, have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. I think you all know where you you all you all know where this is going. If you've tuned into um, enough episodes with me by now, it's fake. <laughs> but imagine if it was real. Just take a second of like a bubble of fantasy, and it, it was real. <laughs> How terrifying that would be, right? If you don't want to have the illusion shattered, skip ahead thirty seconds. Um, yeah, it was fake. The story was posted on a horror wiki in 2010 by a user named Orange Soda. So the legend is usually accompanied by a darkened, grainy, and oversaturated photograph of a man restrained in a straitjacket with a wide grin full of sharp teeth and wide, round-looking eyes, which he just looks like a deranged expression. Very scary. And um, this is alleged to be one of the prisoners after the experiment. And this is the picture that I sent to Kayla that made her queasy. Um, It's an edited image of a Halloween prop by Morbid Enterprises named Spasm. Yeah, there was no context. (laughs) I opened up the Discord. She was like, I have something for you. (laughs) Beep. And it was this picture. (laughs) 
Yeah. So um, Spasm is, is kind of an expensive Halloween prop. I think he's like 200 to $400. He's like life-size. Looks like he's worth it. Not going to lie. Knowing he's completely fake, I still would not want to like, you know, walk in on this Halloween prop somewhere in my house. No. <laughs> like if I walked into my bed and that's like sitting there, like knowing it's made of foam and wires, like I'd be down the street in 10 seconds. This pasta has inspired a short film in 2015 by the same name, The Russian Sleep Experiment, directed by Timothy James Smith. I watched that one. It was very enjoyable. And a full-length film in 2019 titled The Soviet Sleep Experiment, directed by Barry Anderson. I have not watched that one. That is on my list. However, even though this story is fiction, multiple sleepless days in a row can cause a slew of negative behavioral and health effects, which include paranoia, hallucinations, aggression and irritability, impaired cognitive function, and increased heart rate. The current world record for longest time without sleep is held by Randy Gardner, born in 1946. His record is over 11 days with 264 hours total awake. After the experiment concluded, he slept for 14 hours and just suffered no apparent long-term health effects. It doesn't take that much for me to sleep 14 hours. Like... (laughs) Yeah, I don't need to stay awake for four, for 11 days to go like to a mini coma like that. Like all but... I need is to have like, you know, a bad headache or a little tummy ache and I'm out. I'm out for 14 hours. <laughs> so, yeah, the Guinness World Record did they they did discontinue this category um out of concern for possible health complications. So, Guinness is like, look, if you, if you they're like if you break the record, we're not recognizing it because we don't think it's safe. Of all records, how I know. many unsafe <laughs> records are there? Do you think, do you think, like, do you think maybe, like, the record for, like, how many hot dogs fit in a person's mouth at one time, which is a record, by the way. Like, do you think maybe that one will be discontinued for, like, a choking hazard? Probably not. I think somebody I just had, like, a um, hot dogging contest and busted their stomach. Like, I feel like that should... That's absolutely horrifying. I saw it on TikTok. So, like, somebody had to have surgery for it. That is so scary. Oh, my gosh. Because it was her first time doing it. So, like, she probably didn't, like, train her stomach. I know that, like, frogs can do that. Like, I know that frogs can eat until their stomachs burn, like, certain types of frogs. But, um, I don't know. The frog brain is just considerably smaller than the person brain. Oh, that's scary. My frog attacked me twice this week. Competitive eating. Mine swallowed my entire finger. And, like, there's nothing you can do. It doesn't hurt. They don't have teeth. But, like, you can't pull them off. You just have to, like, dangle them until they realize, like, oh, that's not a bug. They're dumb. I I love them, but they're dumb. So, yeah. I don't – competitive eating scares scares the hell out of me. I would never. (laughs) No. Not my cup of tea. Chronic sleep deprivation. That's where I meant to start on the other hand, can cause significant health complications over time, including increased mortality. This is if you have this is if you do sleep, but you sleep like way less than you're supposed to for a very long amount of time, you know, many months, many years. Um, you know, the effects of chronic lack of sleep include increased risk of developing hypertension, diabetes, depression, obesity, heart attack, and stroke. So like I will say from my personal experience, like I always, I always say, I was telling somebody this today, um, you know, I have a kid and I think the biggest thing stopping me from having another isn't like actually having the baby. It's, it's the sleep deprivation for the months that follows. Oh my gosh. It's like my moods were unstable. My eating habits were awful. I was so tired all the time. I heard crying from like rooms where my daughter wasn't in, um, which apparently that's normal. (laughs) I didn't know that at first. I was so scared. I was like calling my doctor and I'm like, I'm holding my daughter and I just heard her cry in the bedroom. I know she's not in there. They're like, yeah, those are called phantom cries. That's normal. And I was like, what? 
They're like, yeah, you're not crazy. It's not normal. It's just normalized. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, no, that's, that's, that's okay. And I was like, okay. So um, apparently that's normal. Uh, if you do hear phantom cries or feel phantom kicks after your kid is born, don't panic. It's not psychosis. It's just weird. <laughs> but it is common. Yeah. Sleep deprivation is no bueno. Not fun. Yeah. No, I, uh, with mania sometimes, like you'll, I went like three days before without sleep. Ooh. That was real fun. Yeah. Real fun. I imagine you probably have a massive crash after something like that. Oh yeah, like it have it would happen every so often, like staying up two three days at a time, um, up for thirty six hours straight. Like, I think I once I think I once stayed up for thirty six hours straight, but just because I was taking like a red eye flight to somewhere with a different time zone, and I was just like really like whacked out from the whole experience. Like my circadian rhythm was totally flipped on its head, and I definitely fell asleep at like. 11 a.m. the next day and just knocked out for like six hours like surprisingly there does appear to be two exceptions to this sleep deprivation rule a man named Al Herpin and a woman named Lee Zanying so Al Herpin was a man who was born in 1862 and lived until 1947 in Trenton New Jersey he allegedly just stopped sleeping one day for a completely unknown reason unfortunately this can't really be proven and may have been exaggerated by historic records or his own personal accounts while he was known to stay up throughout the night and nighttime passerby would frequently see the light on in his home uh you know throughout the night there's no solid proof that this man like never actually slept but he is very commonly reported by other people to just like yep the light's on in his house he's up doing stuff Herpin claimed in one source that following the death of his wife, he became unable to sleep no matter how hard he tried. But again, we have technically no way of knowing or verifying those claims other than anecdotes from him and the people who knew him. But Li Danying is a more modern case. The 45-year-old woman living in the Henan province of China claims that she has not slept since she was five or six years old and has no clue why. Her husband, Li Suokwin, states her claims are true. He has never witnessed her sleep their entire marriage. She allegedly just does housework to keep herself busy at night. And other members of the village enjoy visiting her at night to play games. And she's allegedly very popular in her village. So they like to play things like cards and keep her company. And it's kind of a common challenge in the village to like see if you can stay up later than her or catch her sleeping. And just no one has been able to. You know, nobody has been able to catch her sleeping or to stay up past her. People either stay up all night with her or they fall asleep while she remains wide awake. So Lee says that she has tried to solve the problem. She's visited multiple doctors, tried sleeping pills, but just has yet to find a solution. So I don't know. I I, I got nothing. Um, seems like there's only two cases in history where that's ever happened. And, and doctors just kind of a big fat like, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're like the missing link. Like that is a step of evolution that only a few have reached. <laughs> that's, that's a software upgrade. That's what happens when you use more than 10% of your brain. Somehow this does still come back to the Soviet Union and the CIA. On top of the Russian sleep experiment creepypasta being inspired by the actual effects of sleep deprivation, there are some real-life experiments that are incredibly sinister that likely inspired the fiction story. These experiments were done by the Soviet Union in the 40s and the CIA in the 90s and early 2000s. Starcast Network is working with small businesses, and we are absolutely loving Bria from Bat Wings and Butterflies and her amazing crochet work. I personally love the baby Baphomet and the poison ivy Baphomet, but she makes everything from shawls to Audrey from Little House of Horrors, including her own little clay pot, 
mini voodoo dolls, water pipe cozies, lighter slings, and plant hangers, which of course plant lovers like myself will absolutely love. Check out her hard work at batwingsandbutterflies.bigcartel.com. Items are already made unless you request a custom made item. And for art trades, send a message to her Instagram at batwingsandbutterflies or by email, which is preferable at batwingsandbutterflies.shop at yahoo.com. All of this information for her will be posted in the show notes, so be sure to check her out. The Soviet Union had a laboratory they used to study chemical warfare that was nicknamed the Poison Lab. This laboratory subjected humans, usually political prisoners, to grotesque poison experiments to develop chemical warfare. This lab was developed by medical professor Ignaty Kazakov and Lieutenant General Pavel Sudoplatov. More specifically, the lab was intent on finding a gas that was colorless, odorless, and undetectable even after death. They tested mustard gas, ricin, digitoxin, cyanide, and curare, among others. Most of the humans subjected to these experiments died very rapidly, and the lab allegedly doubled as an execution chamber for political enemies of the Soviet Union as well. But unfortunately, it doesn't end there. The CIA was exposed in the early 2000s of using many torture methods on political prisoners and suspected terrorists, including extended sleep deprivation. The human rights abuses by the CIA, torture that they called enhanced interrogation techniques, was strongly criticized and spoken against by multiple individuals and human rights organizations. Dr. Onen and Dr. Kunderman, two European sleep scientists whose studies were actually cited by the CIA to develop their enhanced interrogation methods, spoke out against the CIA's actions and the citation of their work. And this this kind of reminds me of how Einstein's work to develop like nuclear energy was it was used to develop the atom bomb as well. And Einstein could have never imagined that his work would have led to something as horrible as an atomic bomb. And it was completely intended to help humanity. And I think that's that's on a lower level, kind of the same way that these European sleep scientists felt when the CIA was like, oh, we use the work of XYZ to develop these horrible torture methods. And these sleep scientists were like, no way, this is a horrible use of our work. It's so crazy to me that we know for a fact that these things happen by our government. And we just like, wipe it off. Like, this, we just go about our day. This one less so. Um, you and me were kind of too young to really remember when this happened. But it, this this raised significant um, political discourse and protest for many, many years following. Um, and I, like, I only know about it after the fact. Um, you know, this was kind of a post 9-11 thing. But, you know, how long did, I mean, the so I think this was exposed in 2003, and I remember discussions of Guantanamo Bay still being in operation as the earliest I remember that discussion was during um, the election before President Obama's first term. So that's when I remember because I was a teenager when that happens, and that's when I was kind of aware of like, oh, what's Guantanamo Bay? What's happening there? So yeah, you know, in spite of people's protest and political organization and everything, it just continued to happen. And that, to me, is the most frustrating thing. It's not even like people aren't talking about it because they were. It's the fact that, like, in spite of all the protest, the government just goes, LOL. Yeah, it's just like, to me, it's like it's not too common of knowledge that this stuff happens. Like, at least, like, not to me. Like, and I also, I don't know, kind of think that a lot of this sounds like movies. So I wonder if, like, 
movies like this are made to make it seem like fictionalized when people do hear about it happening to make Maybe. it seem like a conspiracy theory so but I, that's just me being i do know theorist. that so unfortunately certain marvel movies and also the call of duty franchise does work with uh the united states to sort of utilize that content to advertise for the u.s military so it functions as a type of propaganda to help get teenagers excited about the idea of joining the military, which again, sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory, but it's kind of something our government's very open about. Like with with uh, Captain Marvel, that was a big one. You know, Captain Marvel was utilized strongly to advertise the Air Force. But, um, and I don't know, I don't know if this, like I'm trying to think if you and me would have been taught this in like middle and high school because I know that it happened before that but I don't know if it would have like worked its way into the history curriculum by then but yeah it's just it's maddening it really is maddening that this kind of thing happened so the CIA didn't just deprive people of sleep for greater than 72 hours at a time subjects were often subjected to multiple stretches between 48 and 72 hours followed by like a few hours of sleep like four and then just right back to multiple days of sleep deprivation And on top of this, they were subjected to additional stressors and interrogation, which kind of further deprived them of relaxation, including forcing them to stand, holding their arms above their head for an extended period of time, keeping them in excessively cold temperatures without clothing, threatened with dogs or electric shocks. And at least one man actually died of hypothermia due to this type of torture. And this is something that I I feel like older millennials and Gen X are going to remember this like very, very vividly. Um, This was a very big deal when the news broke about the CIA's enhanced interrogation techniques following 9-11. You know, like you and me were in grade school when this happened. I only found out about it many years later. But this is something that our parents probably remember like very vividly. And the Russian sleep experiment was written in 2010. So it wouldn't be far-fetched to say that Soviet poison gas experiments from the 40s combined with maybe CIA sleep deprivation techniques I can easily see where somebody could combine those two things and get the Russian sleep experiment. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. say for sure. The author is completely anonymous. We don't actually have a name for orange soda. We just know orange soda. <laughs> so, what a name. Right? Right? It's not like some of these others were like, oh, they've come out of the woodwork. I mean, like, I'm the author. Also, I'm a movie director. Like, you know, whatever you're up to, orange soda, hope you're having a good one. I hope, you, I hope Orange Soda is making royalties on the movies made based on the Russian sleep experiment creepypasta. I really do. I hope I hope they wrote more stories. And if so, just send them to our email. We won't leak them. I just want to know. Right? Yeah. Send them to us, Orange Soda. We want to we read your additional stories. So that is the story of the Russian sleep experiment and the real life horrors that might have inspired the piece of fiction. This was, this was like I said, a user-suggested episode, um, so big shout-out to the listener who suggested this one. Uh, and get some beauty sleep tonight, um, especially if you're one of the people that listens to our podcast to sleep. If you are, sorry about this episode. <laughs> Good night, precious. You know, try, try not to let out, sleep well, try not to let out the demons that want you to eviscerate yourself. And make sure before you fall asleep, you look at that picture that Lexi's going to put on social media because... <laughs> Why not? New sleep paralysis <laughs> demon just dropped. I say that like every couple of episodes. It's like a, it's like a new skin on a video game. Uh, what's that you meme? You just unlocked a new cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> what's that meme that's like? Uh, it, it's it's like all the all the aliens and cryptids. It's like Bigfoot and alien, like the Fresno Nightcrawler, Mothman, like and they're all standing together. Like that's like 
me and my sleep paralysis demons having a conference. It's like your vibe attracts your tribe at the top. That's the one. Like, the vibe, oh, the vibe attracts your tribe. It's just like it's just like me like vibing with all of my sleep paralysis demons because they all showed they they forgot to coordinate and they all showed up at once. They get their schedule straight. Hatman's <laughs> just wandering around aimlessly. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Greg is there. I have to, I have yet to post a picture of of Greg to my social media. That's what I've decided to name my original sleep paralysis demon. I'm calling him Greg. He looks like a Greg. I'll have to see. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's what that's what haunts us. You've got the hat man, I've got Greg. Me and like half the world have the hat man. That's true. Hat man's freaking weird. How'd I get lucky enough to get Greg? You know I what? Know. You know what? I should post a picture of Greg and then see if other people have experienced Greg. Because that's probably going to be a lot scarier than if it's just me. <laughs> Do you know this man? His name's Exactly. Greg. <laughs> Ever dream this man, except I'm being completely serious. <laughs> If you've dreamed of the hat man, I'm sorry. He's he's malicious. <laughs> but yeah, I know that's a short one, um, but that's what I got. That's what I got for you guys today. Hope you don't mind and it being a little brief. Yeah. No, that's actually one of my, because I've heard this story before and it's one of my favorites that I've heard. Yeah, it's, it's a great when I first one. Heard, yeah, when I first heard, I'm like, oh, this is real. And then they were like, ah, ha, ha, it's not real. <laughs> so like everything I knew and loved was fake. I'll admit, I thought it was real the first time I read it, right up until I got to the end. That was like, we are the darkness that lives inside you. And, you know, it sounds like a, a Joker monologue. And I'm like, wait, maybe this isn't real. You know, He's that was logging. This has to be fake. <laughs> that was like the the Mickey taking off his head moment for me where I'm like, oh, this isn't real. <laughs> so for everybody that is new here, I'll, we could do our spiel that we used to do. So you can find our Twitter at a little wicked pod, Instagram, little wicked podcast. If you go to our website, a little wicked podcast you can check out all the missing persons that we've discussed and the petitions we've discussed, along with finding our discord um, link in the bio. You have to like, copy and paste it. I couldn't figure it out. I'm not that smart, but it's there. Um, and our Discord is broken down into separate um, rooms of paranormal, true crime, whatever you guys want to discuss if you want to meet other listeners. Um, it's slowly but surely growing. I think we have, including me, five. So <laughs> um, you can also send us an email at a little wicked podcast at gmail.com if you want to send um, any listener tales, any suggestions, anything like that. We would love to hear it. Um, but do you have anything to add? I don't think so. I think that covers everything. It's got the the website. It's got the uh, Discord. It's got the socials. And that's about as far as we go. That and the merch. Yeah. And our merch. Yeah. Our merch is on our website. Yes. (laughs) It's It's on our uh, website. Look it up. And our TikTok, which is just me and Lexi doing shenanigans. Yeah. It's... (laughs) It really is. literally just shenanigans. We're doing our best for you. We're doing our little song and dance for you guys. (laughs) But, um, all right. All right. I had this whole time to think of an adjective and I didn't even think of one. That's okay. Take your time. That was, that was dreamily wicked. I had that was sleepily wicked. I almost just said that too. I'm like, no, 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 dreamily. Twinning. (laughs)